I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. We thought that we were going to do a podcast every three episodes, but we've been really caught out now in that they've only released episode four. So we're back to doing one episode, one podcast. Look at you. Yeah, it seems like that's the way we're going to be. It seems they're releasing one episode a week. That's so frustrating. I mean, I love binging 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah. Watching a few episodes together and kind of just, you know, devouring it all and then disseminating it and then doing our podcast. I know. In fairness, though, we discovered a lot in episode four. We did. And it wasn't pretty. I discovered that if Mert was my partner instead of the glorious, fabulous Hugh, ah. he'd probably forbid me from singing, I love you, chicken. And of course, I love you singing, I love you, chicken. Don't I? <laughs> but it's better than playing with a rubber chicken. Nah, 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 nah. He doesn't have much English, does he? No, and, no he's and, actually really bad. And she doesn't have much Spanish. And I don't know how they talk at all. But don't they appear to be madly in love? Do they? Oh, come on, they do. It was a pretty sad episode overall, in a way. In three out of the four couples, the serious red flags and serious things happening and serious causes of concern. Well, that, that's very true. Well, look, let's go back to Louise and Jose. Yeah. So basically, he got a tourist visa and he's coming to the US. UK for 90 days. And she thinks it's going to be plain sailing. She does. Now, I suppose I was a little bit concerned in that she got a plane and she was travelling back to UK and he was coming back on the next plane. Why do you think they didn't get the same plane? Well, maybe she wasn't sure that she was going to marry him. Ah, come on, Hugh. She was dead sure she was going to marry him. Hmm. Like, something would have gone drastically wrong for her not to marry him. Yeah, I know. She was determined to marry him. For whatever reason, though, he was coming on a different plane and, as you said, we weren't let know just how big the gap was between her landing and him his plane arriving yeah but she waited in the know. airport anyway and she was only delighted like I suppose if that was me and I was gone over there for whatever amount of weeks I'd be dying to get home and see my family and my son especially but mm. she decided to wait in the airport which is fine it's admirable yeah. when immigration called her there was a delay obviously in him coming out okay yeah. when immigration finally called her she said yes Jose is my partner yeah and that was two hours later again they called her yeah that was odd why didn't she say yes Jose is my husband mm. and why didn't he have the marriage certificate as you rightly pointed out absolutely so she basically said do you want to see the marriage certificate they had no interest in the marriage certificate did they they didn't appear to no they, they really weren't taking that into account but they were doing a biometric test on him which basically means they were taking his fingerprints and they were also taking a photo of him and using facial recognition software I presume to cross reference him with every other Colombian person or person who come through well I suppose yeah any any you to come through that doesn't have a visa yeah um, um, it, it was all just a bit odd. I just think it was all a bit odd. And then him saying like that, oh yeah, he had two pieces of information. One, that he broke the wheel on his favourite suitcase. <laughs> like, actually, seriously? <laughs> she was treating him like a baby though, wasn't it? I mean, she was just, yeah. it was, again, it was just cringy. Like, it's like, oh, um, my poor, you know, poor Jose, he needs to have a poo. And he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand what's happening. Can he not read? Did he not read about all of this? Did he not discuss that this might happen, you know, before, before they got on the plane did they not discuss all of this in, in Colombia you know yeah. like he doesn't have to ring, read English surely it's in Spanish or you know like I, I, I don't get it there's just so much it doesn't ring through he's like a child he's like a baby and she's like his mother <laughs> but yeah. the other thing is like he's not that lost in a way in that he's in immigration customs and immigration with the UK Spanish is a major European language they'd be used to conversing in Spanish and I think two hours is a bit of a delay before they rang her. It's a bit strange that there was that much of a delay. It's all a bit suspicious and there's stuff there that we don't know and stuff there we're not being told about. Yeah, I don't 
know, he'll, I mean, obviously I've never been delayed in immigration or anything like that, but I'm kind of, I'm sure that they were trying to suss out his background. They probably took his passport, his visa, whatever the case may be, and ran it through Interpol or yeah. whatever. And then maybe they did a search on his luggage and maybe they did a search on him just in case he was bringing drugs in. Um, so it's, I, I, I reckon it's probably believable. Oh, it's totally believable. It's totally believable that they, that they've detained him. And logical. Because, and totally believable that they don't really want to let him in or they've serious questions about it he didn't pay pay for the ticket going over he ain't paying for the ticket going back he doesn't have any money that he set out in accommodation because he's just simply staying with her and he doesn't have a recognised income and a recognised proper job that's true yeah like she was saying oh he has videos on YouTubes and things he's, a, yeah. he's an artist and he has videos on YouTubes and things she doesn't even yeah. know his income yeah which is which is mad and then like when she's kind of going oh it's wrong and it's so cruel and everything and the poor thing doesn't even know what's going on is he stupid yeah. like is he stupid seriously does he does he not understand any of it no. I just can't get my head around it there's no. just so much of it and again a lot of it might have been just kind of played up for, for the television cameras it just uh, I think everybody can gather from this we're not really liking Louis and Jose are we uh, look, I, I, maybe look we got great drama out of them the last time didn't we we did in yeah. the last episode they were very funny and we were able to rip the piss out of them mm. like, it was a bit kind of sad and cringy this time and then you know her telling the, um, the immigration guy that he has IBS and, and and was he able to use the toilet because he has IBS? Like yeah, it, like is she trying to kind of pull at the heartstrings and they let him into the country because he has IBS and he needs to have a poo. He's scared and he's frightened. Poor little lost puppy. Yeah, strange one, strange one. There's really not really all that much else to say about them, is there? Like she called her mom and when she said to her mom, oh, you know, they're being funny about letting him into the country, and then the mom said, oh, they're not letting him into the country. I think she was actually hopeful. They're being funny. <laughs> they're being funny, mom. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Like, I think, no, seriously, I think the mother was hopeful that they weren't going to let him into the country. I think she was thanking her lucky stars that they weren't going to let him into the country. I thought it was very sad, though, too, that she almost apologised for ringing her mum. She said there was no one else I could think of ringing. I thought that was a bit sad. That was sad, because I'm sure if she had around Jesse, who we decided in the last episode that he was the voice of reason, he probably would have said, you know, mum, cut your losses, come on home, leave him where he is. She probably wouldn't have got much sympathy. Maybe the mum is the only one that listened at this stage. Maybe they found the rubber chicken in his luggage <laughs> <laughs> oh come on Shane and Mert oh Shane and Mert okay so that, that really kind of started off really well didn't it, it was, oh it did it was Shane's birthday and she totally. was getting ready to go yeah. out and you know she was all she looked great and, and it was all very cutesy wasn't it mm. and she was totes emotion because it was her birthday I love that phrase I know so do I brilliant. think that was great brilliant yeah. but there's already glimpses of the red flags starting to come because Mert is warning uh, just one or two drinks Yes. And Shane isn't getting it. Like, we're looking at each other going, oh, here we yeah. go. And Shane isn't getting it. And Shane's laughing, going, oh, don't worry. I'm with Grace. I'm safe. And, you know, she goes out anyway with, with her mum and Grace. And they go to Lush. the restaurant. Lush restaurant in Bar. Yes, yeah. Lush. Yeah. What a name. Lush. And um, she has her katsu curry and the mum has her big steak. and <laughs> The mum had a huge of, plate. I know. The plate is bigger than her. Yeah, I know. Kind of saying she's going to eat that or climb it. There's not a pick on the mother. She's such a petite little woman, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, she got stuck in. To it anyway and seemed to be enjoying it <laughs> oh, she, oh yeah she was eating away I think the, the, the them were yapping and the man was just eating away yeah, sitting in the corner Shane then kind of led us into the background in relation to the visa and kind of saying you know it wasn't like this it used to be like this Merch used to pay for everything but now I'm being left to pay for the visa Yeah, and he wasn't giving her information mm, he was a bit yeah he, he wouldn't say where he'd lived all the time there was, there was gaps and I don't know again I think that was in his interest to drive 
divulge that information. A little bit sus. He wasn't saying where he was living the whole time. And £3,000 is what it's costing her. What it's costing her. Yeah. And she did ask him for support and it didn't seem to be forthcoming. So it looks like she's paying for everything. Yeah. I don't know. Like, am I a really cynical person thinking, was he lulling her into a false sense of security when she was over there and he was paying for X, Y and Z? And now he's kind of, now that it's Mm. coming down to the big books. Yeah. He was doing a few things at Turkish prices, but now it's time to bang up the big books. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's really, it's really vague. And she was saying that, you know, obviously that he couldn't apply for the visa and he couldn't give much information because he doesn't speak English mm. I'm sure they can translate into Turkish but hopefully now they were moving on they were going to have drinks she was going to buy shots for Grace and they were all going to have a great time and they did apparently kind of kind of have a good time well, she until didn't. she was crying her eyes out in the toilet yeah well that's exactly it we discovered the next day then she spent the whole night crying her eyes out in the toilet because he was banging her phone out of it the whole time it's not good this has echoes of Muhammad and Yvette from series 9 yeah the USA yeah, one the USA one yeah Absolutely. It really does. Uh, Mohammed, you drinking wine tonight? Yeah. You drink wine? <laughs> I mean, come on. Has yeah. Shane never watched Night Today Fiance? That's very true, yeah. I mean, absolutely. come on. It was a carbon copy almost, wasn't it? Well, it's like as if she's allowed to drink with him, which she's not allowed to drink out. If you remember, though, with, with Mohammed and Yvette, he was had glimpses of that when he was in his home country, but he got a lot worse when he went back to the United States. Yeah, once he got comfortable, mm. um, he did, and he was kind of here and once they were once they got married really it was that was game over yeah you know oh yeah like had every night. listen in fairness to uh mert you have to say he 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 put didn't put a cap or cloak on it he basically said and when we're married that's absolutely it he you'll didn't do as say i say when we're married he basically said right that's it after last night no more drinks yeah or we won't get married yeah you either want me or you want drink mm, you yeah. know I don't know. And I, I like to think that Shane is kind of going to, you know, kind of say, banging on the head and say, no, that's not going to happen. Is he? Is she seems like a strong person, but I'm having my doubts. She says this all the time about the LGBT rights. That's indeed true. But she talks about Mert being so much safer if, if he was in the UK. Well... Would she be safer with him? Exactly, exactly. That's that's my very point. You know. Yeah, I know. And he's he's kind of he said he's super jealous. And hmm. um, he told her that he doesn't he trusts her, but he doesn't trust people. Yeah. So it's like you know, lock her up, don't let her out. You know, you can have a drink, but only with me yeah. indoors. You can't do it outdoors. Hmm. I think he's gonna 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 get with the program and 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 realize that he's gonna be in the UK and things are different in the UK. A leopard doesn't change its spots, though. I know. Yeah. And Grace hit a, hit the nail on the head and said he's gonna have a culture shock when he comes over to the UK. Yeah, but the big change is he's engaged now. She has said she'll marry him. So in his mind, she's virtually his wife. Yeah. And, you know, he wants her to, he's basically saying that it's all her fault. And when she said, you know, I want you to apologise for how you treated me. He was like, no, not a hope in hell am I going to give you an apology. No way am I going to give an apology. Mm. And he was really adamant about that, wasn't it? It It was a little bit scary. I thought it was a little bit scary. It was a little bit threatening, like... A little bit. He was threatening. He was threatening. It's not a little bit about it. interesting to see now what happens in the next episode because, as I say, at times she did seem really strong and say she's not having it and then... <sighs> and we still have this glaring contradiction where she goes on like people might find out in Turkey and all of that sort of thing. It's as plain as the nose and your face that she wasn't born a woman. I look at you say that. Not. You say that. You know, well, but okay. I don't know. I think that maybe his parents and that's who he's more concerned about. They would never even suspect people that somebody in, was born... Uh, People in a man, the, and now they're a woman. People in the street, no. People in the airport, no. People all over the place where they're walking, no. 
Well, why I don't know. I don't understand why she's worried about him being in Turkey, about people finding out about her when he's in Turkey. Mm. It'd be different if she was in Turkey with him, but she's in the UK. Yeah. So, like, what can go wrong? And he's, it's no different to the way he has been before she went over for six weeks. Anyway, he'll say he'll say he didn't know. Yeah, that's very true. It'll that's be exactly what he'll, he'll say he didn't say, know. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know she had her lady bits and whatever. And and mommy and daddy will forgive. Again, it's just again. I, I can't wait to see the next episode and see what happens there. I really did have high hopes for them in, in episode one. I hope I'm wrong mm. because Shane is so vulnerable, isn't he? Or isn't she? Yeah, vulnerable and oh, just it's it's sad, really. It is. I I, yeah. I, 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 I feel sorry for Shane. I, I hope she gets it together. I hope she gets yeah. it together and I hope she basically calls him out and tells him this isn't the way it's going to continue when you get here. Mm. Anyway, moving on, who's the next couple? Sal and Robert. Oh, Jesus. What and Arwen. These two. You can't speak about them without like bringing Arwen. She's like isn't no. she? Yeah. Like, in fairness, I mean, when I first saw, saw the first episode, I was thinking, oh, that SL when she's a bit of a bitch. Mm. She's a bit of a cold creature. But I'm actually starting to sympathise her with her now. Yeah, she's been bullied. She's been humiliated. Mm. There's a pair of them in it, really, isn't there? And actually, there's the three of them in it because Robert kind of just sits there and says things, but he doesn't really mean things and he doesn't carry out anything. He's very, very mild. He doesn't really put his foot down and he doesn't stand up really for his daughter and he doesn't stand up for his wife-to-be. He's a doormat. Yeah. He's a doormat. He's not strong at all. There's absolutely nothing about him that's strong. And I just look personally thinking, I think that's really unattractive, but obviously I'm not going to marry him. Um, Asel is, she is what she says she is. Mm. There just isn't anything else. And she doesn't kind of try and, you know, sugarcoat anything. It is what it is. And she's, at least she can say she's honest. But she's been set up. Twice she's been set up. She set up with the food. Oh, that was so rude. It was That was embarrassing. Extremely rude. I mean, it it was horrible. And she did appear to spend half the day cooking because she looked like she was making that pierogi, Mm. the Polish pierogi from scratch. It looked like she was making the bread from scratch. Yeah. While they were off go-karting. She was home making the pierogi Yeah, again, that that was rude. She got absolutely no help. Your one was putting away, Darwin was putting away her washing and, and, and she wasn't even just showing any interest. They sat there at that tiny little horrible table. The dog sitting underneath. Uh, it was just awful and I felt sorry yeah for I did I did too you know she put effort into it and they were saying oh well she doesn't like it either and then when she said well to Robert well you can have Arwen's portion mm. he made a face and started feeding it to the dog yeah like that's I'm sorry Hugh that is unacceptable that is, that's so rude I would be mortified if my daughter did that I wouldn't have it I wouldn't have any guests in my house humiliated like that right. and then the axe throwing whose idea was it to go axe throwing well Robert said basically it was their idea it was himself and Arwen because you can include them both together and again that was rude as well because well, they had obviously gone loads of times it looked like they'd gone loads of times because they both seemed to be kind of very good at it yeah. and again setting Asel up to fail Yeah, I mean Asel thought that herself and Robert were going out on a date mm. you know why anybody want to go on a date axe throwing anyway but there you go each to their own I'm not saying anything wrong with axe throwing I'd actually love to give it a shot <laughs> I really would Yeah, preferably totally. with you standing in the oh thanks <laughs> how am I joking thanks. you um, no I it looks it looks like good fun but she thought they were going out on a date she was kind of looked like she was dressed for a date as well didn't she yeah it's not good fun though when the two of them are really good at it and they're so chummy together yeah it's 
just rubbing her nose in it and it's not on and he really should stand up for her in that way one of the criticisms Arwen has about Asel is she's very closed off and she's you know in her shell she's not coming out of her shell well I don't frankly blame her for not coming out of her shell and I don't blame her for being closed off if that's the way she's being treated yeah they're just making a fool out of her it, like it yeah. really does seem that they're making a fool out of her and then I, I do think that Asel did find to make a joke with um, with Arwen when her dad came down in those horrible tracksuit bottoms and she said oh you know you're not ashamed to, to be seen with him mm. like that she was kind of laughing and then Arwen was shaking her shoulders well I don't care you know yeah. it's not me yeah. you know it was just it, it was humiliating I did actually feel really sorry for Asel and then Asel was working while they were off and they were playing their video games and this, this that and the other she was actually working mm. and they were off for lunch and, and all of that kind of stuff yes she might see herself as competition but I think uh, Robert has allowed that competition yeah. to grow between the two of them yeah he needs to grow a pair of balls. He ne- you now you said it, yeah. <laughs> or else if he does have a pair of balls, he needs to drop. <laughs> You know, he he needs to sort this situation out, or he's gonna he's gonna probably lose both of them. In fairness, although he was very very clear, if it came down to it, he was going to choose his daughter. And again, yes, I get that. I'm all for that. I completely agree with it. But you know, he he doesn't seem to be giving Asel a chance at all. And certainly, Arwen is ruling the rooster. But you know something, she is billed Asel is billed as being the cold one the whole time. He's not exactly Mister Warmth either. No, he's not. He's not. You and know? then you know, I could understand Asel's point about you know Arwen coming up for a week she's come all the way from Kazakhstan to be with Robert spend mm. time with him they live in separate countries so she's come over to spend some time with him and he brings his daughter up for a week yeah but let's face it the producers again this is all manufactured to make a TV programme yeah it's kind of that's you know? a bit obvious isn't it like it is a bit yeah. obvious yeah and then like the daughter saying oh I think he's you're, she's after you for your money she looks a lot more well to do than he does yeah she gives off that air doesn't she and the producers didn't make them feed the, the food to the dogs no that that, that looked like that normally happened the dog was yeah. used to sitting under the table and, and all of that kind of stuff yeah. Let, let's face it they, they didn't because if a producer told me to do that I would say no that's rude yeah I know but the looks between them those kind of surreptitious mm-hmm. looks between the father and daughter it was like you know they were ripping the piss out of a cell it's not nice. it just it wasn't it wasn't pleasant viewing I didn't no. enjoy it at all to be honest with you no. but again maybe a cell will get her own back it'll again it'll just be interesting to see what happens now this point in time I don't think she's after him purely for his money because he doesn't look like he has any. No, he really doesn't. He doesn't. Michael and Mercy. Thank God for Michael and Mercy. Highlight well, that of the was show. Great. That was great. And you know who was the highlight of it? Kennedy. Again. I love that child. Love that child. <laughs> Seriously. Kennedy. When they were in, when they were, they, they were, they were going into the village and it was all people all singing and dancing and there was a big procession out to greet them and everything. Great. And Kennedy, I'm petrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't want to get out the car, Dad. <laughs> Oh, that was hilarious. And then he got out and he's like the Lord Mayor. <laughs> it was great fun. It was great fun. Once again, Kennedy didn't have a coat and he meets the granddad who had a great big, uh, what you call it, a snorkel jacket on. And a shirt and tie. He looked at business. God, I love <laughs> what he did. Yeah. The two granddads actually were, were in fine fettle because uh, Michael's father was there as well and he'd be a big pair of shades on him. That's right, dark glasses. I thought he was blind. I suppose a blind <laughs> man sitting there and you said it's his dad. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, right. That makes sense. So, huge drama over the dairy. Now this does none of this make sense. This no. was a debacle. No. This was definitely made up stuff for television. <laughs> it, it was like what happened to the 48 goats? I thought you needed 48 goats or something for the Somebody dairy. it was about three or four. Yeah, exactly. Well, one minute it was three then it was four. Yeah, I think it was three and then one to be slaughtered. Well, they, yeah, they had to make up for the one that was slaughtered. And where are the cows? Yeah, no sign of the cows. There was no well, cows. You wouldn't cows. have cows. No, you wouldn't have cows in the end. Well, look, yeah, no. I'm just saying that's what they, that's what they said in the it last one. It looked like there was any cows there ever and we replayed that about 10 times to make sure the dairy was 
right? Oh God, we wrote so it all down, Linda. We, yeah. we we were like one of the uncles. And where were the bags of beans? <laughs> that the uncle thing, like what? In the name of God. And they're doom oh, to doom. Me and my go. team. I have not seen it properly in <laughs> all this. Yeah, the <laughs> drama of it. And she happened to know that our uncle was going to cause trouble because the uncles apparently always cause trouble. Uncles always have something to say. That's apparently, right. that's right. Me and my team of three other people are going to inspect the dowry and make sure it's all there. Like, let's face it, okay? Let's face it. Three three crates of soda. So <laughs> they were going to inspect the three crates of soda. If there was a bottle short, we're going to call off the whole marriage and Michael go on his way with his 48 goats, 10 cows and 10 bags of beans and 20 kilos of sugar. I got the feeling that in the culture at one time, there was a touch of that, that they used the elders would inspect the dowry and they would have great importance on the whole thing and they would make a great deal out of it. I got the feeling that they haven't done that for years. It's just because it's a television programme and just because he's taken their daughter off to another country. So they have to make a great big show of it. They didn't even know what they were doing. Did you see that awkwardness over the kind of things with the soda that they had to swap <laughs> around? Like, it was obvious that nobody had ever seen them do that before. Nobody had ever done that before. Like, seriously, and with pr- soda. Say a prayer over the soda. <laughs> what are we praying for? The soda. Like, they, that was just mad. They didn't link arms, though, when they were drinking the soda or anything like that. Because, no, he fed yeah. her the soda and she fed him the soda. Oh, Oh, right. Well, that's that's a bit like Jewish culture does that with wine, I think. You know what I mean? It's like they read that in a book somewhere and said, ah, we have oh, a bit we, of that. We'll throw this in, yeah, yeah. just to make it look good. Well, good look and then good the only thing we were missing was a crate of beer. <laughs> So they did all that big expect- inspection. Then they, they, they asked about the crate of beer. That wasn't the original dairy, by the way. That was on the list. Yeah, I wonder was that one of the extras. But yes, maybe, you see, the beer didn't arrive. So maybe they used the soda because the beer didn't arrive. No, they said a prayer over the soda. Apparently, he picks he picks his favourite soda and then he tells her what her favourite soda is <laughs> and they feed it to each other. Like, again, just doesn't make sense. I just thought, I think it was completely made up for television. That's my opinion. But let's go back to Kennedy. I was a little bit disappointed with Kennedy because he said that goat was living a good life and it shouldn't have been killed but he didn't mind he was standing there with his phone he was well in there wasn't oh, he, he was. was front and centre recording every bit of it <laughs> like I, honestly if that was me I'd been saying to my 10 year old son do you know what son do you want to stand offside you know shouldn't mm-hmm. be exposed to this like oh, I can't even really should have been exposed to that custom no, is custom no. I get it you know whatever yeah. the case may be different culture. Um, different culture I respect that but Kennedy was in there front and centre he was lapping it up wasn't he with his phone <laughs> I bet you now if we search that on YouTube we'd come up with Kennedy's video oh god I don't know if I'd want to watch it Child has just started a show would YouTube yeah. allow it I'm not sure no well, well whatever like you know but I'd say Kennedy's video is up there anyway somewhere along the line <laughs> he's probably making millions out of that video now people are googling that left right and centre did we see a different Mercy though at any point she, she looked a bit more humble she didn't have all the makeup on when she was there in front of mum and dad is there two different Mercies is that what we're kind of learning Oh, I don't know. I think she's just probably a little bit kind of, oh my God, this is actually going ahead now. You know, mm. I think she was a little bit out of her comfort zone. You know, I think she was maybe a little bit embarrassed um, by this whole like ritual thing that was going on. I think she was a little bit uncomfortable because she knew it was fake, <laughs> you know, and saying, oh, I don't even, I don't know who these people are. I, I actually don't know who they are. Like, it's such a small village that you'd wonder mm. how she doesn't know who the people are. It's a really small village. There was, okay, there's about maybe 60 people there, 60, 70 yeah, people yeah, there, yeah. which is a big number. 
neighbour, but that's probably everybody in the goddamn village. And if she grew up there and spent her whole life there, how would she not know them? Yeah, she said it was. What was it, rent a crowd? It was funny though. She said it one point. I only know half of these people, she said to Michael. He says, Well, you know more than I do. You know half more than me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He says, What if they take one look at me and say, Nah, get lost, mate? <laughs> it wasn't going to happen because he'd take his dairy with him. Like, it's just, it was just, it was kind of a little bit unbelievable. It was it? farcical. It was But it farcical. was funny farcical. And I'm sure it was based on, on customs somewhere along the line. Yeah. And it was more like what the programme should be about. Yeah, yeah. And we yeah. enjoyed it. And we did enjoy it. We did enjoy it. I'm actually looking forward to, to seeing the wedding now in the next episode. Yeah, that's one. Uh, look, there's loads more drama to come. Yeah. I have to say, he is so bad for reading those, um, those when they do the piece to camera. Those piece yeah. to cameras, yeah. He was so bad at those piece to cameras, yeah, though, he wasn't was. he? He was like, obviously reading and he could actually see where his eyes were going and <laughs> I was Reading it out and it's like you'll have to improve yeah we expect more and we didn't see anything of the other son or we didn't really see anything apart from seeing the dad sitting there during the um, dairy discussions mm. we didn't see any of him either maybe because they're going to come into it later on again Kennedy's just the star of the show he is the he's our star of the show I, I can't believe we have to wait another week for episode 5 not used to this at all and our current listeners will have to wait another week as well yeah to have more of us <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you soon guys Keep enjoying the show and we'll talk to you next Friday. Laters. Bye for now. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com. Indicastreality at gmail.com.